A flying V formation. Do you want to know the advantage of the flying V? Leadership? Leadership. It's all about leadership. One direction, one voice, one mission. That top of the V? Top of the V. The rest fall in line. I wonder if they trade off that lead position. They do. They do. That's nice. It's like uh, when you see cyclists drifting. You know, you hang back for a while. It is a form of drifting. So they cut through the wind. The further back you are, the less drag. And they have a shuffling order. The feathers get shuffled again, and they start flying. Do they do that mid-flight, or is that, hey, listen, you're lead for this Uh, flight. It's mid-flight. You'll see them. It'll look like, uh, just like I said, cyclists. So it'll look like they're in a pack, and all of a sudden one one goose will come towards the front. Usually they actually go under or over, and then the one in the lead will fill in the back like an Indian run. You guys do that in PE or on sports teams? Yeah, those are fun. You raise your hand. The person in the back has to sprint all the way to the front, catch up with the person in the front, shuffles again. You know what I like is are the group names. Like, that was a flock of geese, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. There's a pride of lions. There's a pack of rats. A murder of crows. It's actually a gaggle of geese. A gaggle of geese? It's true. Oh, shoot. Flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Yeah, well, those, <laughs> those ducks flying? No, those, those are, must, must have been uh, seagulls. That, that, was a ga- that was a gaggle. And what are we? What are humans? A group? Uh, posses. Posse? A posse of people. Too, too I much. Know, I know posse. Posse of peeps. Keep your peas to yourself. I ain't no posse. All right. Just a gang. That's what I've heard people call groups of people. <laughs> um, a lot of groups of people out here. Yeah, here at the Rose Bowl, world famous. It's, We're it's, on some new ground right now, though. We, I mean, you're pretty familiar with the Rose Bowl. So am I. I'm a Pasadena resident. I've never seen this little patch of the, the Zona de Esforcio, as they call it. It's it's pretty common now they'll take these parks and they'll renovate them and then they'll add a little patch of uh exercise of equipment and uh you know you're not going to get a freaking super intense high resistance workout but you'll break a sweat just something to throw it in the mix you know something to just keep the body guessing i saw nick doing some dips earlier yeah perfect yeah, form was, by the good, way yeah. perfect form threw a little dip in there threw a little i was action. doing a couple uh four inch box jumps <laughs> yeah i saw that bad it's intriguing though with it with this much land around us how people spend their saturday mornings there's some people that are just going right in intense workout zoned in and there's other people just kind of galvanting around there's people that won't leave their house today true they won't walk outside and see this great day they're actually probably assuming it's still bad weather out oh it's it's been raining it's still cloudy out they didn't even peek their head out the window now to give some visual to the listeners here you know we're looking at a a great mountainscape behind us a a big hill with with luxury luxurious homes just mansions some would say do you think these people are leaving their house do they have to leave their house with this kind of view Uh, i feel like at some point when you're that fucking rich you just kind of walk out on your balcony Right. You just stretch, and you got the view of the Rose Bowl. You see your kids kind of running down the street with the pigskin, getting ready for their day. Right. And then, you know, you get the coffee, and you sip it. And a lot of days you don't walk down because right. you're basically here at the Rose Bowl. And your property is so large, it feels like you're you're going somewhere. You're all of a sudden in your own personal vineyard. Then you're in your library. Oh, yeah. And you're on your balcony, like Dagger said. And your wife comes in, and time just evaporates. <laughs> I would make it an emphasis, especially that top that top luxurious mansion up there to be absolutely naked every morning and just do a nice stretch. Right at the window, right? Just seeing the right masses. The, yeah, you, put, you kind of pull your robe yep. back, put your hands on your hips. Get a nice dead lock with your arms straight up, stretch out the back, get a nice yell, yawn. 
But it's, it's combo. It's got to be annoying because there's so many events here at the Rose Bowl, you know, sure. going on between oh, the, the Bruins and the concerts. The neighborhood complains often and passionately about noise. Yeah, remember we saw Kendrick Lamar here? Got shut down. Shut down because the noise level. Kept, they said we don't like that noise that you're bringing. Take that back to Compton, Kendrick. Oh. We, don't, we don't want that in Rose Bowl. Shut up. But there's a lot of uh, facilities out here. I think the loop around the Rose Bowl is about three miles. Yeah, it is. It, there's, and then what's cool is, uh, little known, you can break off the loop, and you can take a trail that will connect you through Hahamunga Park, and it can actually take you all the way up to JPL. And you've done it. I think you've gone up to the, like a, a water area up there, right? A dam, maybe? Yeah. Eaton, Eaton Wash, I think, is Eaton up there. Wash. Yeah, one time, you know, our buddy Austin works at JPL. One time I came here real early. I just, I had a lot of energy, and I started at the front, and I ran all the way to JPL, almost knocked on the front door, if you can imagine there's a front door there, <laughs> and I ran back, and I went back to our house where Austin was still sleeping, and he woke <laughs> up, I was like, I went to work before you, on foot. <laughs> <laughs> I ran the door, I rang the doorbell of your work. This rings a lot of truth. Yeah, it's a great recreational area, and I haven't seen or heard one single drone yet. And that's truly warming my heart. I, I can't come to this park without a drone infestation. So this is fantastic. Drones, drones are interesting, man. I mean, the, the video, I mean, let, let's be transparent here. The video that it captures and the angles and stuff, it's beautiful. From yeah. a videographer's perspective, it's awesome. But the actual scene and actually seeing a drone hovering around you when you're trying to do your business, it's the most obnoxious thing in the world, actually. Yeah, I don't think drones and people blend well. Like, when no. you have a lot of people doing... Just human activities, I think drones should not, I think they should be prohibited. I agree. Unless they're like way up in the sky. Uh, when drones are handy is when they're surveying areas, you know, that are desolate or you need, you know, humans can't get to. Or if you want to just have fun, just don't bug people, man. It's not like it's flying a kite. You yeah. having like a, a toaster zipping around in the air, buzzing around. Especially when surfing, It's kind of scary, man. It, it, it puts this like sense of... Uh, so those surf drones are cool, but it puts this puts this sense of like unease in the air, like you know, uh, skynets coming to get you. Mm -hmm. Like you know, just drones have weird connotations. It always it always when I'm reading a book here and the drone flies over, it puts me in a, in a point where I don't want to be. Well, because it is coming to get you, Kyle. Skynet is coming to get what? you. Yeah, I mean those drones. You think they're working for humans? I think there should be a uh, no fly zone over every human being, especially with drones. That's cool. Because yeah. that's when it's annoying is when it flies over your head, you know, about 25-foot circle around you. And yeah. uh, that's when it becomes annoying. But these people don't care. They're, they're, they're getting footage on you. They're getting top-down footage true. on you. Where what if there's, go? like, scans? What if it's more than just footage? It's like, it's like numbers are being crunched. It's just CCTV. I'm sure. Why not? Like your thermals, your address. But we don't have to worry about that, guys, because uh, I think all the drone nerds are still asleep. We're out here yeah. with a bunch of joggers, bikers, fitness flexors. The lifers. This is where I want to be. And podcasters, too. Don't forget those guys. I'm sure some people are annoyed by this podcast. Oh, well, come on. I'm just standing around a bench. Getting some looks here. It's Getting actually pretty good, good to see and fascinating to see people's reactions. Yeah. The, with the mobile cast, it's just like, what, what are they really doing? <laughs> There's always that double take. Like, uh huh? Huh? Uh -huh. What are these guys doing? Well, we're just talking out here, and we have headsets. What's the big deal? Are we sensing that? Are we having that sense of unease to other people? Are we the drones ourselves with no. a with a, with a podcast? No, I think there's a genuine mm. sense of curiosity, sure. childlike wonder as to what the don't forget the coffee guys are up to. 
It's the wires. Anytime you see a bunch of wires bundled up in the corner, it's uh, always a cause for curiosity. Sure. It's a business, guys. It's just a business. Small business. Budding small business. <laughs> I hope. Oh, man. Looks like there's an event going on here. Yeah, it's what about is it? a million <laughs> porter potties out here. <sighs> it still looks beautiful somehow. The Rose Bowl can, can take on 200 porter potties and still keep its aesthetic charm. The Rose Bowl's a busy place, I'll say. Either you're, like you said, for the event, working, doing something. It's like you, just, you come here to get work done. You don't just lap around at the Rose Bowl. It, it still amazes me that you could come here and just park. Like, yeah. No parking fee. You use all the facilities. Even a day before a huge event. The only thing that will cost you any money at this facility, the whole thing, is if you want to golf or if you want to swim. Swimming is like two bucks. Golfing. Golfing. You gotta sign up. You gotta sign the dive line. You gotta be a member of the club. You be a member of the club. More importantly, yeah. they let you in. They even look at you. You guys ever want to be a part of like a country club of sorts? Uh, a little gentleman's club. <laughs> it sounds alluring when I'm like 50 to be part of an established club, lodge club, maybe like you know, the gentleman's lodge. Mm-hmm. You know, get in the hot tub with the boys, talk shit. Mm. I could do that. Let me get that car for you, Mr. Benani. Country club politics are pretty wild, though. Heineken. This one's pretty exclusive, though. Have yeah. you guys actually tried to golf there? No, no. no. I've always, only golfed once in my life, actually. Always booked. All, everything's always once with you, Nick. You know what? I'm just uh, curiosity. I'll try it once and then just to see if it's there and then move on. You ever skin a cat alive? <laughs> it's, on the, uh, it's on the docket. Talk like to I Dan. said, Damien can give you some tips and tricks from his youth. Check him out. Are you, so you're not a golfer at all, then? Um, yeah, you know, I, the first experience was, was interesting for sure. Um, I, I'll be honest, I, I guess I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the patience for golf. Huh. Yeah. Is that, do you think that's a, a problem? I'd say so. How? It's, something, it's something where it's, it's almost like I want to get into golf. And it's just, I don't know, I just... But you, have, you show the patience to surf, True. which takes a lot of patience. True. Patience. And I play hockey, I guess you can call that fast golf, but... Fast golf. That's funny. But when, when he did those things, he got the bug, and he loved it, and his passion for it right. overrode his lack of patience in other activities. Some things stick. Some things don't. Yeah. I feel like half the guys that go golfing, though, they're not really passionate about the game as so much as they like the, uh, the good old boy network. They like getting away from the misses. They like being able to drink. Sure. They like talking shit. takes time. takes a lot of time. Now I'm on record. I'd say I'd caddy. I mean that's that's oh, an endeavor that's an endeavor I could definitely mess gotta, around with. You gotta step through me first. Kyle likes the caddy. Kyle sure. doesn't even really golf when we go golfing. Yeah, he just he doesn't. Yeah. I don't want to say caddy, but he he, he I tags along. Yeah, no, I, ca- I, caddy. I caddy. I caddy. He's a good caddy. Um, there's, I mean, I'll, I'll golf with you guys soon. I'm just a little bit tight on my wallet. I got to rent those lefty clubs, you know. Mm. Oh yeah. Damn southpaw. Well, forty bucks or so, yeah. and it's also long. Like you play eighteen holes. And, uh, you know, by the time I get to the 12th, I'm like, all right, I'm over this shit. Yeah, you guys start goofing off. You start doing, like, go- goofy shots. I'm always losing balls. and I'm not that good of a golfer. By I'd be down means. to go again. Well, the best uh, is the golf carts, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just rip the generator off. <laughs> those things are built like steel, too. Oh, yeah. You just crash into those things. Flying around. A lot of fun. Lawless. Blues. Lawless on the course. You meet at the snack bar after the ninth hole, you know. It's oh, great. yeah. It's a great time. Thinking about it right now. Show fun to tee off today. Yeah, or even just whack some balls. Yeah. To give sure the listeners some uh, some background here, it's it's four days of straight rain. 
misery. And today is kind of just the the last or the first rather breaking of seventy five and sunny. Seventy five, yeah, seventy six. Yeah, this is a beautiful day. Sunny with a light zephyr. California's back. Yeah, it is. I was worried for a little bit. It was on winter break. It's well, good. It's good though. It was kind of like a typhoon outside. It was it right. was a different kind of rain. It was yeah. like the the air was saturated, and it was just it was like sprayed powder everywhere. It was raining hard. Like it was almost like flash floods. There were flash flood warnings. Uh, at one point, I was uh, I was on the ten freeway, and it was a swimming pool. Mm. You had to go like five miles an hour. You got to be careful on that ten freeway because sometimes the drainage gets clogged up. Right. And if you're on the the far farther left lane, like the carpool lane, you could just like run into one of these puddles, hydroplane. and it'll totally hydroplane, yep. and just you could swerve into another. So I, I stay out of the I stay out of the outer lanes. Oh, yeah, you got to stay like out in the middle. Got to be careful. Were you ever worried when it was raining that hard at all? Just like a little bit, like oh man, might there might be some floods here? Or, oh uh, yeah, my I, house might leak. Well, I got that. And you hear that noise, that Amber Alert, Amber Alert noise on your phone. Everyone around you has the same. Eh, eh. I got one of those for flash flood warning yesterday, and I, and it was during the early in the day, or maybe it was Thursday actually. I was like, oh shit, it might, it might actually flood. Like I was thinking that. I was thinking forty days or forty nights. Like it was raining so hard. I was like, it, it's gonna happen. This is it. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. Build a better boat, Reed. Let's go. <laughs> I did notice how many ceiling problems the uh, the buildings that I went into for those four day stretches uh, between work and yeah. even our own apartment. Uh, Restaurants. We had some leakage as well. It's like that bucket. That yeah, bucket you in the just, middle of the floor. that's how you solve it. You <laughs> just stick a bucket out. We're not built for the big ones, right? Not built for the big earthquake. We're not big, built for the big storm. No, because these SoCal architects are just like, oh, it's fine. It's usually 75 and sunny. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> Who needs an arced roof? Well, I know at least for like flood control, everything's built for a hundred-year storm. So once in a hundred years, it's supposed to take that storm. But a once in every five hundred-year storm, you're screwed. Like yeah, you can't like, you can't engineer it that much because the cost would totally be like ridiculous just right. to fortify everything. But it happens. It's going to happen one day, right? I mean, Hurricane Katrina esque, right? Yeah, like that. Exactly. That was built to pre- prevent storms, but not at that magnitude, right? It's just like earthquakes. Uh, you think we can handle a, a, an eight epicenter right here in downtown LA? Everything's gone. Well, I mean, even like growing up back Forget east, where it. it's like you know between mid-August to early October, which is hurricane season. So it was like every other week. I, mean, I remember Sandy like it was yesterday. It was just catastrophic storms, and yeah, you almost prepare for it in a society, and even like you said, architecturally. You guys have like an emergency kit. In your place with all the goods. I do. Bandages and I do. wraps and what else is that? Flashlights, cranks. Cold packs. Cold packs. <laughs> I got flashlights. I got Clausens. Batteries. Un- unrefrigerated Heinekens. Yeah. <laughs> Cans. <laughs> the reserve. Cans. <laughs> the reserve. When your house is on fire, it's the one thing you run back in for. <laughs> Canned Heinekens. <laughs> like, literally. Canned. They're just no. <laughs> Just be ready. That's all. That's I, I was about to say. I don't really think about that stuff in uh, like natural disaster prevention. It's hard to when you have blue skies and seventy five really on is. Saturday morning. Gosh, <laughs> it's kind of deceiving. You just feel like God's smiling upon you every day. Just oh, I'll be fine. It's a beautiful thing. Have you guys ever read the Time Machine? Yes. No. H.G. Wells. I, have. I haven't. Well, enlighten me real quick. There's two societies of people. There's like I think they're called the Morlocks and the Eloy and the Eloy. Morlocks are up. 
on the upper surface. Oh no, the Morlocks are at, at the bottom, right? Yeah. And the you know everything's like machinery industry. Dark. It's like dark. It's basically like hell. They're brutish. And then there's the Eloi who are on the surface who are like eating these big fruits the and they're just lovey dubby, mm. but they're super weak and feeble because they've been living a life of pleasure and no challenges and just sunny skies, just like California. That's what California's are. Uh, and then one day, I kind of forget what happens, but one day the Morlocks surface and they just wreak havoc they and Eloid have no defense against these people. Wow. So one day that, that havoc will come. So. Well, at least I we kinda, have a transcript. I, I actually, it. I have that thought sometimes. Like, I don't, you don't want to say you're a pussy, but I, I was thinking about people out in Boston shoveling their, their windshields before going to work, oh. fighting the bitter cold. And I was like wrapped up the other day. It was 50. I was like, oh, it's cold. Oh, I was yeah. like, man, SoCal is making me like a bitch, like universally. Like, because humans have to put up with so many conditions. You know, you were just in New York and you couldn't take, you couldn't walk outside in what you're wearing right now. T-shirt and jeans. Oh, hell no. Madman. Eating up. I had a jacket on, a beanie, gloves. And I remember walking by this New Yorker. and uh, he just New Yorker. Oh. <laughs> He's a New Yorker. And uh, I was just walking outside, and he just kind of looked at me. He just had like a jacket on, you know, no gloves, no beanie. And it was like a hoodie. He looked at me, he just kind of scoffed like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> In my head, of course. I yeah, sure, balls sure. Yeah, you had like gloves on and stuff. Yeah. You even see that here, though. Like, there's the other day, I'm walking down Culver, and it's... Guy, beanie, gloves, actual gloves, scarf, and a jacket. I'm like, it's 45, 50. As soon as it hits 62, the peacoats come out. Yeah, over here. I think it, it's more. Fa- I think it's more fashionable sense. Though. When it rains here, people don't they don't go to work. They call out work. They yeah, rain classes. Day. You know, like it, there's a we're spoiled, man. We're spoiled. Get it all. Uh, I, for me, I mean, from having both perspectives, I just say that California gets it. California gets you know, it. If you don't have to go through that, why would you? you oh, know? it's fun. That's, that's it's a good lot, point. It's a fun way to live. But if you think about it, it's not really the way the most of the world is. It's true. Uh-huh. It's like we're in a special, special like safe zone, you know, safe haven. But maybe. T- yeah, to Nick's point, we were born here, Kyle, so like it was most convenient for us. But Nick was like, hey, I want to live somewhere else in the world. Oh, there's California. Why don't I just move there and live? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, if I don't have yeah, to shovel point. that snow at 6 a.m., like, <laughs> yeah. why would I, right? I mean, well, that's why, that's why a lot <laughs> yeah. of folk live here in Los Angeles County. Sure. Now, there's, there's a lot of variables. A lot of variables. I love it, man. <laughs> I, I'm so, so Cal identity. And a couple of times, uh, I'll get mixed up. Uh, like, people at a bar or girls I meet will think I'm from the Midwest. And they're so sure of it. We uh, we were on a yacht trip, and I, I met a couple of girls, and they just they knew in their heart I was from the Midwest, and they wouldn't believe I was from SoCal. Hmm. And it kind of boils me. I'm like, guys, I'm SoCal. It's born SoCal. I'm SoCal. Surf, skate, water sports, jet skis, wakeboards. Let's go. Well, what they were saying is that you have some sort of accent, some a draw. sort of draw. But that's the other thing that bugs. Born in California, speaking a clear, rotic pronunciated accent list accent i mean that's what i thought but if all these girls are coming out and me tooing you they want me to be a western boy that's why they want me to be a country gentleman. southern bells you must have a draw of some sort i have a draw i draw women towards me <laughs> ah, there it is ladies and gents that's right that's right but it's funny and what to my point it's just like it's so it's such part of your identity you know when someone questions that hey back off i'm so I'm SoCal, man. I'm SoCal. I'm SoCal. It's like New Yorkers, man. New Yorkers, you know, they're proud New Yorkers, right? If you try to tell a New Yorker that 
He's like a soft SoCal boy. Like, oh, you sound like you're from SoCal. You must get a lot of sun. You got it right in the kiss. <laughs> Spit in your face. So what, man? Well, sense of pride. It's everyone has pride I got from pride. their uh, from their pride. hometown. I got a tan. So what? It's a big deal. You do have a tan. <laughs> nice winter tan. Oh yeah. Well, grounds crew coming through. Ah. Beautification project here. I love it. The people are How up. How much do you love the Rose Bowl? Top five. It's spot. Kind of. It's kind of like the heart of my soul. When I think of the heart, heart of my, of my soul, soul, I think of the Rose Bowl. The heart of my soul. That's pretty good. The beat machine. Phrase. And this is just half of it, guys. We haven't even mentioned the Kids Science Museum, Jackie Robinson Field. Jackie, Jackie R., man. It, he's all over Pasadena. Oh, yeah. It's very jovial here, too. I'm just taking a surveilling, actually, around the little track here and stuff. And just everyone with a smile on their face. Everyone's just happy to be here. Hey, morning, everyone. Hey, a nice community. Hey, you're my neighbor. Good to see you. It's nice. Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, Ricky. It's, it's, a, it's a wellness area. That's why yeah. everyone's out here to have a, a good time. There's no slouch. There's no, like, Scrooge just walking around, just humpback, just, eh. <laughs> Over everything. Brown, right, brown right. bagging it. Brown, yeah, just brown bagging <laughs> it. We've done that. Yeah, I've done that. It's a beautiful thing. Now, all these porta potties, too. Oh, yeah. Pick, take your pick, Nick. Yeah, take your pick. Which one do you want to do? Which one do you do the business in? There's that one with steam coming up. Because I'm, I'm trying to see how they... How steam they steam coming up. It's <laughs> the hot load. Who's in there? A little wet dog in there, right, Nick? <laughs> First time Nick said that's the funniest thing. <laughs> a wet dog. Feeling Sitting like there a, like a wet dog. Ashamed. Oh. Taking a heater. Dude, well, I never heard the term hot snakes before. Nick uh. told me either. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Get the hot snakes. Yeah, hot snakes. You got like a book of these, Nick? The dossier. You got all these sayings, man. You're like a saying guy. Got these isms. I'm an ism guy. Little joke book. There'll be <laughs> a nice. There'll be a nice porch waiting for me of 50 years from now. <laughs> Just sitting there. Who knows? Maybe with a coffee. Who knows? Oh maybe, man. Maybe, maybe that'll be my. Maybe that'll I'd be love, my things. 50 years. I'd from love now. a phase of your life where you start drinking coffee three, four times a week. Guys, when that day happens, there's something wrong with me. Come Pull on. me out of it. I, I think as you get older, you'll, your energy will go down, sure. and you'll need a little pick-me-up in the morning. That's when the coffee comes to save you. Sure, sure. Also, and believe- it's just a little escape, man, because coffee's such a distinctive taste. It's so bold, aromatic, warm. It, t- it really, truly takes you to a, like this calming coffee land when you yeah. take a sip. Just, I, I drink coffee less for the effect than just like that timeout. I take a lifetime out. If I'm teaching in the classroom, I'll grab a coffee. I mostly just walk around with it. It's a prop. But when I take a sip, I don't hear any of the noise. It just kind of muffles out. Same thing with the Heineken, but I don't have one of those. It's not as acceptable. <laughs> coffee just can get you into a little pocket. I love it. Just let it take over. And it's on the go, right? I feel like it's more on the go than tea. Tea, I feel like you got to sit down. Why? Yeah. It's the same. It's just, you got to. Like, the tea's... You got to sit down to have your tea? Yeah. What's that, that bag, tea, you know? Iced tea. Iced tea? Iced tea. Uh, save that for the restaurants, you know? There's Don't walk around with a bottle of iced tea. There's something elegant about a nice hot tea, though. Oh, yeah. I love tea. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Sure, sure. But you're not going to have a jam-packed day with some tea. <sighs> oh, man. An iced green tea? <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm having a rough day. I'm I got nice. to grab my tea real quick. <laughs> I'm going to get a tea I'm nothing today. without my tea in the morning. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm getting a tea today. Iced tea. Ice tea's iced good. Tea. Ice green tea. I love just going through iced teas at restaurants, man. Oh, man. Just iced tea oh, yeah. after iced tea. That'll get you a buzz. Oh, yeah. It's got the caffeine. Sure. Buzz you up. 
I'm a tea guy. I'm a tea guy. Slice. It tastes like water too. Now, if you're going the iced tea route, I mean, of course, you got your classic Arnold Palmers. Oh, those are fun. Now, something that Dagger, I'm, I'm sure you've had it once, but for the listeners here, uh, a nice Wawa iced tea is, is a staple. Oh, I haven't of no. the Northeast. It's just, I mean, it's it's a gem within itself. Was Wawa, but they they pride themselves on having great flavors of of iced tea, where it's <laughs> really? classic lemon. I've heard peach. Oh, I've heard rumors about this peach. That it it'll change your life. Wow. Talk, talking about that finding that escape pocket comes you in snap that snap into a Wawa peach. Comes in with a nice one gallon container with a nice branded one Wawa. gallon. Like the one little like the one little container one gallon. The handle. Yeah, like the handle. Arizona. Right. That's a that's a lot of tea. I mean, you got to stay away from those uh, flavored iced teas because. Oh, they got like 20 grams oh. of sugar per serving. Oh, yeah. It's like a Coke. Oh, yeah. oh you're up. Might as well drink a Coca Cola. I remember up. you remember the Shack sodas. They were that Shack made mm-hmm. a deal with Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like I looked at an Arizona one day and a Shack soda. It was three candy bars, man, in in this can. Oh, these guys that drink those every day, like these people that are uh, rock star or monster or Red Bull people, but they're not sugar free. They wake up, they have, they have like two of those a day. I know a few people like that. Oh yeah. I'm just like ooh. I had a friend who used to keep the cans in his car, and everything you need to just shovel around rock star cans and and. Red Bulls. Dude, we were on uh, Dagger's bachelor party. And his friend Marcus was just, like, we were making pit stops to get him these rock stars. Oh, yeah. Just, like, just, he, he's, like, checked his pockets. He's, like, Shit, it's, like, cargo pocket. He's out. So yeah. We need to go get another rock star, man. Well, like you said, the ingredients on those, it's like, it's like a Jolt Cola. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a chain drinker when it comes to those things. He needs it to get from A to B. Yeah, I was about to say, that's, the, that's where you start becoming, like, uh, really kind of addicted to it is when you tell yourself... I can't do this until I've had, you know, like the people who wear their shirts, like don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Some people, they can't think about driving to work. They can't think about being at work and working or taking the kids to the park unless they've had the coffee, the cigarette, the Red Bull, whatever it is. A little reliance. Yeah, you don't want to, you want to, you want to cut that out, I think, a little bit. Like you ever take coffee pause? Take a coffee pause? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Just say not this week. I, I always uh, distance myself from coffee because I, I just I like the effects of it now, and uh, I'll even just like be really tired throughout the day and just kind of same here, no, no. same here. Like I choose to not make it a lot of mornings because I don't want to be like making coffee every morning, having coffee every morning before work. Like I I love that idea of the ritual, but I think I only make it like once or twice out of seven days a week out of seven days. Yeah. Got a guy going rogue here, just blasting midfield here. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Right in the it's middle like a of BMXer, it. too. He's on like a, it's on a electric on a makeshift electric motorcycle here. He's going He's straight through on. the track. Everything's electric now, man. Scooters, bikes. Oh, yeah. to work. Electric. Skateboards, even. even. You oh. have to push. You've seen these guys on the motorized skateboards? There's nothing <laughs> that gets me more aggravated than seeing a guy on an electric skateboard. It's lame. Yeah. Just get off and push. Come on. Seriously. You're in for the rest of us Seriously, here. Seriously, man. Just get some exercise in here. There's no, there's no such thing as white-collar skating. <laughs> White collar skate. Absolutely not. Hey, back to sodas. Uh, Pib Extra. Oh, all right, all right. It's ha- it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I had one last night. A uh, staple at, Chipotle. at a movie th- at the movie theater. Oh, well, yeah, I had one last night too. It's such a great taste. Now, what's the extra? Caffeine. Is it caffeine? It is. It's more. It's got more than Mountain Dew. They just they inject Holy caffeine. Shit. Like they pour. Imagine just sugar. <laughs> bats of it. It's great though. I think it has one more flavor than Dr. Pepper. 
Hmm. It's got a couple notes in there. Yeah. I can't put my tongue on. It's got extra carbonation, I used to love, too. I used to love a good Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. It's a classic cold Dr. Pepper. 23 about, uh, mysterious flavors. One of them's prune juice. Petrified prune juice is what everybody calls it. Really? Yeah. It does have that almost petrified petrified <laughs> taste to it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper. What if it really was petrified prune juice and this old Dr. Pep? Yeah, back in the day. It's crazy doctor. Bottled it up. Put it in a wood crate. That was the magic formula? Just this mad scientist looking <laughs> guy. It's like Coca- 23 of them. Coca-Cola had cocaine in it in its first iteration. That's what sure. everybody says, but did they? Yes. Like, really? Cocaine, co- cocaine coca was used as like medicine before. Give you like a, a jolt before they knew that it came from Come animal. On, man. I'm telling you, look up the origins. Yeah, these... Uh, Check the origins. These colas, they all got their secret formula. Especially Coca-Cola. Very famous for having the secret formula. Only uh, six or seven people in the history of mankind have know the yeah. actual recipe. It's crazy. So they kind of compartmentalize the recipes in the department. So, but you know what's also know weird? It's, it seems like it's a really simple thing too. I don't think it's as complicated as we think. I think it is because there would have been a lot of imposters that is, have the is same. There no, exact is there no true Coca-Cola taste out there? There's Pepsi. It's Pepsi's close. nothing like Coke. But Pepsi's no. sweeter. Yeah, Pepsi's different, man. I can totally there, tell the difference between Coca-Cola. There and is Pepsi. something to be said about a nice classic Coca-Cola. Yeah, way better than a Pepsi, right? I would say. You could get even if somehow you, I've never even seen a Pepsi in like a glass bottle, but you have like the classic Pepsi and a classic liter of Coke. It blows it out of the water, right? Oh, sure. Coca-Cola, yeah. man. Well, here's yeah. the thing. You guys remember the uh, the Pepsi challenge? Right. You guys ever take it? Mhm. And what 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 was the verdict? Coke. Coke? You're just saying that? Or oh, you I don't know. I don't no. know. I was asking. Okay. There's a question mark at the end. Well, yeah, I, I took it, and Pepsi, I chose Pepsi. And I thought it was be- it was because it was colder, but I think they were the same coldness. And uh, It was run by Pepsi, though, right? It yeah. was run by Pepsi. And the Coke guys were freaking out about this because mm-hmm. the results were in, and Pepsi was being chosen over Coke. Almost astronomically. Astronomically. Wow. And they kind of they ran the numbers and everything, and they, they, they uh, freaked out, and they made this new cola you guys remember i don't No, we don't remember this but they actually came out with a new cola or new coca-cola and it was branded that way and they made this whole new recipe and it was a little bit sweeter and they kind of focus grouped all these people and they they made the the brand new cola so they they rebranded themselves is it still in existence no so they took that off back off the shelves it failed miserably Oh. oh god and then they researched it further and here's what the results were Pepsi tastes better on your first try. It just tastes really good on yeah. your first try. On your first sip. On your first sip. But over the long run, Coca-Cola wins out. It's a marathon. I actually, I can totally relate to that. I remember anytime I drink a Diet Pepsi, I kind of get sick of it halfway through. Like it starts to like. It's bland almost. Yeah, I don't like it halfway through. Like it, or it almost like upsets my stomach. That first sip though. I can see it because it's sweeter, so it's more impactful, and that's all they give you, right? It's like that's a Dixie It's just cup. like a little Dixie yeah, cup. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. I remember they, I was like... That's fucking smart. It is if smart. They, if, if Pepsi knew that, I don't... Maybe they did. That's that's a lot great, of money. That was great right. marketing. But how... That's embarrassing for Coke, to have to come out with a new Coca-Cola after all those years. I'd like, I'd like to think, especially with the two big brands of Pepsi and Coke, that like at their major headquarters... There's that one vault that they have with that one sheet of paper with a classic recipe. Just guarded by two guys <laughs> and a pit bull. It's, it's just one bottle, like, 
preserved, yeah. petrified. The original. And then, <laughs> and then the, the recipe. Like that, like that first Heineken, uh, Heineken Pilsner exactly. bottle exactly. in the museum. But also soda. What a nasty drink, man. If you have, yeah. op- if you have options to put a beverage in that's not water, soda's got to be on like the last of your choices. I used to drink it a lot. You got coffee. <laughs> really? You got a tea. Lot. You got juice. You got milk. You got beer. You got kombucha. Don't fuck around with soda. There was a phase where I was going through at least at least a can of soda a day. No way. Yeah, I would just if any meal I would just justify like yeah I'll just just have one you know. Dude, in college I I had some Swedish roommates. They go to the store and get two twenty four packs of Diet Pepsi, and they'd slam them like they're yeah. drinking beers, man. They'd have like nine of them in a night. I was like, whoa. And I used to drink I used to drink like Diet Pepsi or like. Pib extra just for the caffeine. Yeah. Studying. Like, oh, I need to stay up. Never, ever go to soda for that pickup anymore. It's, it's so usually coffee, you know, or tea. Tea's a little. I went through a big Sprite phase as well. Oh, I like Sprite. Sprite's I still like Sprite. Yeah. I still like Sprite. I could go for a Sprite right now. I do. Uh, His trick. Talk about your trick. I like your trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, for uh, for the listeners as well. Uh, anytime you see yourself in a, in a tired morning um, from the bar or any uh, avenues as well, a good pick me up in the morning is a half a glass of water and, and sparkle it off with some ice cubes and a dab of Sprite. Just a dab. So it's like yeah, it's yeah. Half, a little it's splash of Sprite. Half water. Sp- cube. No, it's getting bigger, huh? Splash. <laughs> splash. Yeah, splash. Well, you know when you okay. Not you know, even you, a pour. You know when you go up to the vending machine <laughs> and you just go pfft, like you just touch it once. Yeah. Uh huh. Whatever falls. It's really good. Tastes like Sprite, but it's pretty much water. And it just, it's nice. nice get the rehydration. Get the, carb, yeah. get so the carbonation. Help the knowledge. Try it out. Anyway, and you can do it with a water cup and no one will know. It's actually my in-and-out move. Oh, I love doing that. It's your in-and-out move? That's my in-and-out move. Good move. Good move. Make a move. Yeah, it's just for water. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't mind me. That lemon-lime soda, uh, there's, no, there's no stronghold on lemon-lime soda. It's a fight between Sierra Mist, Sprite, and 7-Up. And they're yeah. just always fighting. Really? I thought Sprite was head and shoulders above everybody else. Well, they probably are. They got the dunk contest. They like LeBron. But to the people, the people don't know. The people don't know the numbers. Like, if you ask the people, they're probably going to be like, Coke. You can get a couple oddballs. Well, well Coke owns Sprite, uh, right? Coke owns Sprite. Yeah. We own them all. 7-Up is their own company. 7-Up is Dr. Pepper. Remember it's that them, Sega game? them two against the world. Remember that Sega game Oh, yeah, 7-Up? the red, red dot. The old red dot with the gloves. Dope. You remember that? It's an old video game, and 7-Up had a mascot, and he was just a red dot, like a cap, with sunglasses and gloves, and he was, like, surfing and shit. Oh, yeah, he was cool. Mm. Yeah, he was real cool. Yeah, he was, he was appealing to be for cool. SNES. Those are the Bring him back, man. Bring back the mascots. Bring back the toucans, the cheetahs, the, the Count Choculas. Is this the year for the mascot? Man. Bring the mascots back. What's our mascot? A cup of coffee? A yelling, irate cup of coffee. <laughs> Ah. The, gr- the gritty of coffee, just like, <laughs> just a frantic coffee, coffee cup. Coffee grit. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. His name's Grumpy Joe. It's a grumpy cup of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> just this miserable cup. Ah, what do you want? This grouchy cup. Got like a chip <laughs> and stain on him. What do you fucking want? It's the video of this guy waking up, you know, coffee cup, waking up. Yeah. Yeah, he's waking up, and he gets up in the morning instead of brushing his teeth like or mouthwash. He just pours like coffee in his yeah. head. Everything's coffee related in his house. His all his showers, his faucets, everything's yeah, coffee. just coffee. It's funny. He's watering his plants with coffee. What the hell is this dog wearing? Don't dress your dog. Dress the dog. Don't do that. There's a couple uh, reasons for it, especially if they don't have a a, a nice mane. Then don't have a dog with, with not. If this doesn't. Oh, well, when it gets really you cold, you need to have a nice mane. 
right? That's like something you look for in a dog. You pride yourself in your mane. Well, that you know, labs don't have nice manes. I mean, they have skin. Labs? And, and a little bit of... Labs have, labs have great manes. That's well, not a lab. Well, what is that? That's a, that's a uh, greyhound. Or a uh, that's whippet. a Weimaraner. Weimaraner. Yeah, Weimaraner. Oh. Beautiful dog. A lot of dogs out here. A lot of dogs. It's a good day to be a dog. Good That's day. your dagger's dog. You're just inside. Wait. That's probably home. what he's doing. Frank. Well, Frankie boy. Da- Frankie. Dagger, tell us about the first week with Frank. What's your, what's your interaction so far with Frank? What's the dichotomy you guys have in the living room? <laughs> Talk about that. Do you, is it like a... Hey, this is this is you, my companion you, so far. Do you far? walk a puppy? Have you had, do you guys walk yet? Or uh, we've walked him. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a ball of energy. I'll give him that. He's got a lot of energy. And uh, when we picked him up from the airport in his little crate, he's very silent, very shy. I was like, oh sure. man, we got a shy pup. Jet lag, probably. Jet lag. He's just kind of in the corner of the car as we were driving home. But as soon as we got there, and there was another dog at our place. He started opening up. Oh, yeah. His eyes got wide. <laughs> he instantly st- started to try and hump the other dog. All right. Yeah. Really? All right. Yeah, yeah. Just Dominant. Auto- automatically establishing dominance. That's, that's my, a puppy, that's my too. son. As you, a puppy. you don't see a puppy doing that. And he wasn't scared at all. Like, I mean, this other dog, Shadow, was maybe three, four times the size of him already. But uh, he's a puppy, and we got to train the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's all his excrements are just all over the place. <laughs> and... He's, uh, it's he's, an apartment. You don't have a backyard, you know. Exactly. So tough. a lot of walking involved. Um, but he's very friendly, and he's teething, so he's, he's chewing up a few things. So it's a process. At the end of the day, it's a process. <laughs> what, is that, what does that first trick look like? Is it going to be Paul? Is it going to be sit? What's, what's that first trick that you have sit. up in the... Sit and stay. I want him to fetch. We're, we're, he's almost fetching, surprisingly. Nice. Like we're throwing things, Good. and he's going to it and nibbling on it. I have like a hard rule that I don't fuck with dogs that don't fetch kyle's very discriminatory with dogs he has a certain ideal of what a I dog really should do. tell be. me tell I me really do man well he's got to fetch or she maybe she mostly got to fetch that dog's got to be athletic it's got to be able to tackle me down right. if it if it wants it's got to be an elephant in its own right and see me as the leader of the pack though when i'm around not necessarily an owner right when an interaction with the dog but mostly just an athletic dude. I want a dude dog. You need do that. you need an energy bounce. I need energy. You need something that would bounce off the energy that you have. I need in, I need intellect too, though. I need intellect. I need you to be able to comprehend my want 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 wants. What I'm saying, like I can trust my dog. I can run full head of steam across the street. I can turn around and just put my hand like that, and he'll stop on a dime and wait for me. Wait for me. He won't cross the street. I don't have to take him on a leash when we go on hikes. That stuff takes time. It takes, uh, you know, I can't give myself any credit for that. I didn't really, like, do the puppy training and stuff. That's hard. But the puppy training, I mean, when you have a pet, you actually truly see the nurture versus nature, man. You really do. It's a lot more nurture than you think. What you give into your your puppy with its training is going to dictate what it's like as an adult dog. Yeah. The cool thing is the community out here. Age. Dogs almost have more rights than than we do at, at some points here in Los Angeles. It's oh yeah, it's wild. Oh yeah, dude, you can bring your dog anywhere in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm so surprised the balls people have bringing their like non uh, is non assistive dogs into like Target and you know taking them on planes with like just by saying oh they're for my emotional needs. I'm like oh okay. Mm-hmm. 
When's the last time you went to a restaurant outside and you didn't see a dog in a, either a bag or just sitting there at the table? They're just, always there. See, that's the thing, though. I The type of dog I like, I don't think, even though I said well-behaved and in, intelligent and all that, I don't think you can take the type of dog I like to a restaurant. No. The type of dog I like is going to be a little bit more uh, curious and, like, wanting to play all the time. And right, so right. I don't like to take my dogs out to human areas, really. You get that. I don't get that. People, like, they can't leave their dogs. They're driving with them on their lap. You know, they put them in their purse. Like you said, they're taking them out to getting coffees and crepes. Yeah, sometimes it's too much. Just sometimes it's too much. Dogs, let the dog be a dog. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got a dog, man. Frank, little Frankie. It's good. God, just walking on the street, everybody's stopping. Oh, my God. Francis Dagger. Uh, some guys get dogs just for, the, just for the attention like that. Sure. It is a magnet. It's a magnet. It's a little too much. To it's be a magnet. Dagger's got a ring on his hand and, and a dog and a dog leash in his other hand. He's gonna he's gonna be swatting. Ring on one 20, and a pup in another. Twenty nineteen, man. It's gonna be a good year. Yeah, it is. Let's enjoy this Rose Bowl, guys. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get to it. Skin around.